It's an amazing smile Even the suit has teeth Everything flash and guile Nothing underneath Except a small black heart That no one sees but me I've been watching I can see you start to wonder Could it be that you need me To keep you out To run you faster Promise me you'll let me be the one The worst of all your enemies Tending you're a friend to me Say that we'll be never seen Welcome everybody to the Harmonics Podcast Yet again, another fun episode lined up uh, This one's actually pretty cool We're using technology to uh, talk to a person who's not in the room This is cool Yeah, so uh, we're, we're going to be... Uh, Actually, starting right out into it, we're going to be interviewing a man named Lynn Peralta, and uh, I will immediately hand it over to my colleague, Fish McGill, to jump in to the interview. Hey, Lynn. How's it going? Good. How you doing, Fish? Pretty good. So you've done some amazing illustrations with a lot of people our fans know and love, everyone ranging from Felicia Day, MC Frontalot, Kevin Smith, Weird Al, <laughs> Neil Gaiman. Jonathan Colton, um, and you also recently added another addition to your Geek of the Week um, series of cards, and I was wondering if you could tell the audience a little bit about that one. Yeah, actually, um, I'm I'm doing a I've been doing a little bit of a narrowed focused um, Geek of Week set. Uh, it's like a, I think it's going to be either a 15 or 17 card set, uh, which is focusing on legends of video games, and none other than the CEO of Harmonix, Alex Regopoulos, is this week's geek, and uh, and I was so excited to add uh, Alex into the mix, only because he, well he is a legend of video games, and also he has um, he, I, unlike any other company, and I say this. Without trying to sound like, like I don't know, just silly about it, but Harmonix has been so important to me as a as a as a company. It's it's um, it's the only video game company that has gotten my entire family to play video games. And my wife, you have to understand, she's not a gamer, so she, you know, this goes back to like the frequency and amplitude days. There was the that's the only video game she ever finished. Oh, like. Cow. Wow. <laughs> it was, I mean, it's like, and it was weird because it was like, usually we get a game and she's like, oh, this is great. And she walks out of the room. That one in particular, she, she would pick it up and she would play it. And, uh, and it's like, it was, it was like this, this epiphany, this moment for her to play video games. So it was really cool. And then the same thing happened with Rock Band. It got my entire family to, to play and, and we all played as a, as a group, which is very, very rare. Um, and, uh, and not only that, but, uh, I, I directly um, attribute my son's playing rock band and uh, uh, to to them actually starting their own band and uh, winning two Battle of the Bands now. Wow. <laughs> that is awesome. That's awesome. What's I'm telling name? you, it's so important. Harmonix has meant a lot to me as a company, so it's really it's, I'm really excited to add Alex in. <laughs> it's what's, cool. What's your son's uh, band name? Yeah, this is the chance for a plug. Oh yeah, their well, their name uh, their name is is Lumpia, which is actually named after a Filipino food. I'm Filipino, so they're named after a Filipino food, and it's so funny because they're the the, the instruments they played in rock band uh, uh, translated into the real world. So like my son would always my one son would always be on drums, so we got him drums. 
And uh, my other son would always be on bass, and so he actually acquired a bass, and he's never taken a he's never taken a lesson, and he's just he, we call him the, the technician. He's just crazy. <laughs> and my son actually was classically trained, and he's he plays guitar, and he's he's I'm pretty proud of them. They're they're really good. They like I said, they just they just won a second battle of the bands, and um, it was uh, it's real proud of them. They're That's just, awesome. It's, they're really great. So you guys have enough people in your family to entirely play rock band, like you could. Oh, play we have more than enough. Yeah. <laughs> We had several like we had rock band nights and you know we used to have people come over all the time and it was it was I mean and it's still it's still a a good go to uh, uh, you know game to go to for everybody to kind of uh, work together you know so it's uh, it's it's uh, yeah and and it, and it is we've got we've got uh, I've got uh, there are three of my there are three sons I've got a total of, of six kids and uh, and another one on the way in May so oh, we've wow. got. We can actually play two versions of Rock Band at the same time, <laughs> and, still, and still be able to still be able to have them going at the same time. So you yeah, you have a battle of the bands within your own house. Exactly. <laughs> that's the that's the hope, at least. You know, not, not for a couple more years because you know the little hands and stuff like that. But we'll get there. So you know, hearing about your family begs the question: you know, how do you find time to do these weekly projects, podcasts, oh. awesome <laughs> illustrations for fans across the world? Um, I, I you know. You just make time for it. It's it's my it's my job. I I do this. I I I, start, I started my own company about ten years ago, and it was mostly advertising and marketing. And and as um as I started to work with different musicians like uh, like Jonathan Colton, like Paul and Storm, uh, and and my stuff started getting recognized in that realm. Um, I started to switch over to a lot more illustration and really and really kind of focus on that. And so over the past six years or so. Um, it's been, that's been kind of my real focus. And so it's, 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 it, it is my job. So I guess I make time for it because it's how I make a living. <laughs> well, that's great. Tell us a little bit about the collaboration with Paul and Storm on the Geek of the Week stuff. Uh, oh yeah. Um, well, they're, uh, they're just amazing collaborators. And, uh, when we came up with this idea, I, I actually came up with it with a friend of mine over, over lunch, um, one day. I wanted to do more geeky sort of things. I at the time I had been working on Wootstock. I did some of the album art, uh, some of the art for Wootstock for the posters. Uh, I was working on a book with um, uh, Mystery Science Theater uh, uh, Trace Beaulieu, who played um, Crow in uh, nice. Doctor. <laughs> I was working on a book with him, and I was I had this taste, right? I'm like, oh, this is like. I love working on this geeky stuff. What can I do more of? So, um, so I had this idea of doing this geek week, and I, I approached Paul and Storm about it. And uh, with Storm, that was actually like, "Well, you got to do trading cards. This is what you got to do." <laughs> <laughs> so it was, it was like it was almost as if like a lightning bolt had hit, and it was like, "That's perfect. That's right." And so I just I hit the ground running, and the first card I did was Colton's. Um, it's kind of an homage to his Thing a Week project. Where he wrote a song a week for fifty-two weeks, and I had actually illustrated those those uh, those drawings. I mean, those, uh, those that music. Um, so it was kind of an homage. He kind of got me um, uh, recognized, and so I, I did that. And then so so yeah. So it was really one of these things where I just said, "Hey, man, would you would you mind writing the card backs? Because all trading cards have these like kind of like funny little." You know, words on the back that you know. Um, and I was I drew a lot of inspiration from. Um, 
uh, from like the Star Wars trading cards and things like that. And I felt like it needed to have that sort of feel on the back. And and Storm's a huge baseball card collector fan, you know. So he he was it was like stats and things like that. And then was like bringing all this kind of geeky stuff in, you know, like Magic the Gathering and and everything yeah. else to kind of just to kind of make it all sort of come together and. Um, uh, it, it, it just was a really great collaboration. And those guys, Paul and Storm, are just – they're a lot of fun to to collaborate with. Um, they're just they're, – uh, they're just, they just blow my mind. <laughs> like I'll, I'll come to them with an idea and be like, hey, what do you think about this? And then we'll just start talking a little bit about it and it's like we're, we're, we're on the same wavelength. So it was a really good – it was a really good fit. It was a really good fit. You know, I think it's really cool that you can do all this – Mostly from your home, like you interview people yeah. from West Coast, all across America, um, and from what I understand, you guys live in Cleveland, and you're able to yeah. do it all from there. Yeah, I'm in Cleveland, and it sort of helps. Like you said at the top of the podcast, it's technology, right? Technology is what makes this makes the world go around, and that's really what's that's really what's helped. Um, and uh, and at the height of Geek a Week, when I was doing the 52 for the full year. It was a crazy schedule. I was doing sometimes two, three interviews a day, and um, and not only that, but then I had to go back and I had to, you know, draw the draw the cards and stuff. So it was a lot of work, but but I think having the uh, the techno- technological bent to it really gave me the edge in being able to do what I needed to do. So yeah, and you're really easy to talk to. Like I'm talking to you now, but I think your guests always feel comfortable telling you interesting stuff. Like I listened to the Kevin Smith show this weekend and. I heard stuff I'd never heard before from him, and he, you know, he talks all the time. Like, <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Um, I, I think that one in particular is a funny interview because I think I asked him one question, and he went on literally for half an hour to answer one question. Yeah, it was and, pretty great. Uh, it was it was just incredible. I just shut up and let him go. And uh, what's what's great about the interviews, um, and and I did this kind of as a way to uh, just to curtail my own geekiness. Uh, I didn't want to turn into a fanboy uh, when I would talk to all these people. And this includes Alex, too, because I'm a huge fanboy of his. Um, I, I ask the same questions of everybody. Um, and and what that does is it kind of levels the playing field between, you know, if I'm talking to like a Steve Wozniak or if I'm talking to someone who's maybe not as well known uh, uh, but is equally great in the geek world. So so every, nobody can say that oh you really really geeked over this person but didn't really get this person, you know, they all get the same questions. And um and I think as that was that was kind of an interesting thing that I I I I fell into and the reason I did that was because I didn't even like I didn't even know if I was going to air the podcast. Like yeah. I just, I just knew that I wanted to document it somehow so I could listen back to it and then listen to it while I was drawing. And then I thought, wow, these, this conversation is interesting. I think I'll make this public. <laughs> and, um, and so that's kind of what happened with these. And, and, and now uh, the, the, there's the podcast component. There's the art component. So there's a lot of different ways you can enter my project. Um, and uh, you may never, ever hear one of the podcasts, but you may have seen all the art. So it's, uh, uh, but what's beautiful about it is that even though it's the, the project now is a couple years old, you can, you can still – enjoy it again on a different level uh you know you know either either uh visually or or, or through through you know through audio yeah so. you know it's nice to listen to and get more insight into these different geeks and you know i personally have a hard time not geeking out around alex too because he's he's one of the <laughs> nicest human beings ever to exist he's as cool as they come Len, oh, do yeah. you want to give a quick plug of of your url and all that where people can find these things 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, my main URL is is, is lenperalta.com, and from there they can go to uh, they can see the Geek Week project. Um, but that's kind of like my home base for everything is, and and I'm always working on all kinds of different projects. Like for right now, I'm working on um, uh, I'm trying to raise money to get myself to San Diego Comic Con, and uh, I'm doing a project called the Fifty Versus Fifty, where I'm drawing one hundred uh, vill- well, fifty villains and fifty heroes. And uh, and you you order them and then you, you you know you get to get a print of it of your own villain and you just got or, or your hero and and uh, and that's how I'm, that's the fundraiser that's what I'm trying to raise money for right now. Cool, that's awesome. Yeah, thanks. Uh, and are the cards something that are purchasable either or is it just uh, on online digital? Yeah. Uh, well, originally they were they were just going to be online, but but over the uh, because I had gotten such a um, an overwhelming response to them. Uh, they are available uh, at, at, at ThinkGeek. If you go to ThinkGeek, you can get you can get. See, I did the original fifty-two. I think they're sold out of the first set, but you can get the rest of them. And then there's a season two that I did that includes people like uh, the Big Bang Theory, uh, Seth Green, um, George R. R. Martin, and then uh, with this current uh, Legends of Video Game set. Um, uh, I'm 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 going to be running a Kickstarter, hopefully launching at the beginning of May, um, to help pay for the production of the cards. And uh, and I can say right now that the uh, uh, the, the the Kickstarter is going to be pretty epic. <laughs> it's going to be <laughs> really, right. be amazing. There's um uh there's there's going to be a lot of uh, participation from from some of the companies that uh, that I've talked to, and. Um, I, the the rewards are pretty 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 brilliant. <laughs> I think if you're a video game fan and you and you love pop culture and geek culture, um, you guys everybody was going to be really happy with it. I'm I'm I can't wait to launch it. It's going to be really great. Well, keep us posted about that. We'll oh, definitely be sure to send it around to people. <laughs> definitely. So, Len, I was wondering um, through all these interviews that you did, did what was if you can pinpoint one, uh, what was maybe like the biggest surprise? That came out of those that maybe you weren't expecting. Um, you know, there was always something surprising about everybody I've talked to. Um, uh, the the ones that stand out are the ones that you would think would stand out. Like you know, st- talking to Stan Lee um, wow. and having Sales a conversation. <laughs> right. I you know it was it was like wow I can't believe I'm talking to. To Stan Lee, and not only is Stan Lee like who he is, right? He's Stan Lee, but he is—he is so spot on. Like he knows what he's talking about. He's super funny, and he's a great person. I mean, he's a great person to talk to, and a great person just to just to just to have a conversation with. And so that was really just so much fun. And then other little things, like when I would talk, when I talked to Weird Al, it was so funny. I'll never forget. He was. It was right after he started his, his 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 summer tour. It was the first night after his summer tour, and his his voice was a little bit rough. And I could tell he, he was like early morning. He was, hey, I'm you know I have to do this interview, and the questions that I asked my standard interview just are not questions you would expect to get from an interview. <laughs> and so I actually got him to laugh, which was like huge. I'm like I got Weird Al Yankovic to actually laugh for real. Feather in your cap. So I mean, there were like these little moments and things that were really cool, and then other things. Just like when um, when I talked to to, to Penn Gillette from Penn and Teller, um, I, I literally I just I even though I had the script in interview, uh, he's he went so off like off <laughs> off script with it, and I. I I literally I did not know where I was going with this interview. Like even though I knew kind of where I was going, I'm like, what is happening? Craziest interview ever done. So 
um, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's always funny. It's, you know, it's always interesting to, uh, to be able to, to talk to these people and get their insights and, 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 and just the unpredictability of it is just, is always what surprises me. You know, I mean, I've done probably close to around 70 or 80 interviews, you know, for this project and, and each one is just so brilliantly different. And, um, and that's, what's so amazing, especially given the idea that it, that it is sort of these, this, this construct of questions it's, uh, to get, um, so many different answers and so many different responses is, is really, really great. Um, but, if I had to, if I had to choose one, God, you know, um, probably, probably, I'd have to say Waz's interview was was probably the one that that really stands out as being the most amazing as well. Because how often do you get to talk to someone who's really changed your life? I mean, it's, I mean, I say that because you know, Alex obviously has changed my life, family's, <laughs> you know, in in a much deeper way, like. Was and what what he what he did to you know with the, with the apple uh, is I mean that literally changed my life like changed everything how I do everything and, and how I approach things and so um, I've been really fortunate to be able to to connect with people in that way and and uh, and hopefully it comes through in the interviews so very cool what is Steve Wozniak doing with his life these days uh, I, I think he, he wants to <laughs> <laughs> much I think he just sort of. He sort of travels around and just does what he wants, you know. But um, and that's the other thing, you know. It's funny. I'm doing the, I'm doing the Legends of Video Games, and and it's it's interesting because um, it is it is really narrowly focused. But if you know what's happening in the video game industry, you know how important these people are, you know. And they may not be like big names, like a Weird Al, uh, but you know, in the video game world, talking to someone like Gabe Newell. Um, uh, and, and this afternoon, gosh, I, I, I'll tell you, I, I don't know if I should tell you who I'm talking to this afternoon. <laughs> well, now you have to <laughs> oh, give us a hint. So I was like, I mean, I had, I had a really good roster of people for, for, for geek a week. And then I'm like, man, I really need to get someone that like, <clears throat> it's like right there is like, yeah, you, there's no doubt. This is, he kind of like makes it legendary, the legend of video games. So of course, Tim of legend, Tim Schaefer. Nice. Wow. Eight. <laughs> And I was like blown away. Like the, I was just saying, like over at the end of last week, I'm like, man, I, I really love if Tim Schaefer would, would write me back, <laughs> email at the end of the day saying, hey man, let's talk. I'm like, wow. So yeah, so that's I get to geek out a little bit this afternoon. So yeah, so Tim's, I get to draw Tim, and, and Tim's going to be a part of the project as well. So I'm really, I'm really, really excited about awesome. him. Definitely, uh, pick up some Kickstarter tips and tricks from him. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> we were lucky enough, I think, on our very first episode to have Tim. Join yeah, us. he was uh, he was the first interview we yeah. ever did on the podcast. That was great. We should invite him back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. He's such he's he seems like such a character. So I was really excited to talk to him. I would be really interesting interested to hear not that I'm doing the interview, but what what their plan is for the game after this one, like what sort of model they're going to follow. You know. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I'm I'm seeing some interesting things being written. Of course, everything if something is really successful and it makes money, then of course everybody's got to come out of the woodwork and say, "Well, this is going to be terrible for the industry or whatever." And I I don't necessarily agree. I think it's just going to be a different way of of kind of making things happen, you know, giving other people another way of of creating content and stuff like that. And it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to damage all sides sort of relationships and things. I just think it's, I don't, I don't know. I'm interested to see where it takes it though. Yeah. I think the whole Kickstarter thing is really, really cool. 
like um, just tying back into Rock Band and Alex, there's um, there's a Kickstarter for a, a game called Rock Vibe that you might have heard of, um, and it's it's uh, I think she's some sort of PhD researcher of some sort, maybe. Uh, anyway, this this woman is uh, basically creating a peripheral that blind people can use to play mm. rock band through oh, like yeah. vibrations. And oh, stuff. that's awesome! That's awesome. Um, and Alex was a big backer of it, and it actually got fully funded. Uh, so that's a very cool thing that's going to come out of crowdsourcing. That's so. incredible. Oh, that's, yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Well, it is. It is a great. It, I mean, there are and there are different ways of doing um, crowdsourcing. I don't know. I don't know if crowdsourcing is going to be the way of the future necessarily, but it's certainly, I mean, with, with, with a project sort of like what, what Double Fine had done, it should, it should be pretty interesting to see what the, what the final outcome will be. Um, and this, I'm checking this out right now, this rock vibe. Wow. That's really, really cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I was following it pretty closely. Uh, they did a first round and they didn't meet the the requirement and then they relaunched it and they met the requirement super quick. So mm-hmm. good to mm-hmm. see. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. This is great. This is great. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, Fish, I didn't mean to step on your toes. Did you have more? <laughs> oh, no. Feel free to step on my toes. It's totally fine. <laughs> yeah. Ow! Yeah. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, if anybody else wanted to open up to questions, um, feel free to jump in on this. I'd love to hear more of Len's background, actually. We, do, we probably could have kicked off with that for people oh. that might not have known. <laughs> but uh, let's do it. Freeform. Freeform background. Uh, I, I'm I'm a dude from Cleveland who just draws funny things, and I just happen to I happen to have a lot of geek friends who uh, who are really um, big supportive of my art, and uh, I've been very I've been very very lucky. I I just you know I, I've always wanted to draw. Um, I've always been I've been drawn for as long as I remember, and I just I just do what I enjoy. You know, um, and I think that's the important part is, um, you know, there's so many people, I think, and, and I think you guys at, at, at Harmonix sort of would understand this. There's so many people that would just sit and not do anything, you know, they just stay at a place and not be happy. <laughs> and, uh, and it would be, it'd be, you know, you owe it to yourself to do what you enjoy and be, you know, and just be passionate about it. And I've been really, really lucky that um, I'm able to wake up every morning and, and, and just work on stuff that is just great. <laughs> like I get to work on like logo design or or something or just draw like a little um, like a little cartoon for somebody that 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 they've commissioned or, or whatever you know. And um, and it, it beats it's you know going getting up and hating what you do you know. <laughs> yeah. So um, it, you know you, you I think everybody owes it to themselves to get up and 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 try to enjoy what they're going to do with their lives and you know you just don't have that much time right you just got to do what you enjoy so i've been really really fortunate and um the other thing that is i am just i am i am just like a unstoppable um just bouncing ball i i never stop <laughs> i always am on one thing or another thing That's and i handy. think that also that <laughs> has, yes that also helps too it's just I think maybe it's kind of hard for me to stay focused on one thing, but I just get so excited and geek out about so many little things that like, oh, now I got to work on this. Now I got to do this. So um, <laughs> it's uh, that, that that sort of that sort of is, helps fuel um, just my passion to be doing awesome stuff. That's awesome. I actually love uh, one of your older projects, which is actually how I came to know about you uh, when you would draw monsters. Oh yeah, monster by mail. Monster by yeah. mail. Because uh, I had yeah. you draw one for my wife for her birthday. Uh, Way way back. 
Oh yeah, which was yeah. awesome. Uh, that's even before Rock Band One came out. But yeah, it was so it, it was it was just awesome because you were just doing that. It, anybody could just ask for anything and come on, yeah, and pay know, a couple of bucks and get a monster from Len Peralta. <laughs> Yeah, Monster Monster by Mail was really a cool project. Um, it was a it was a way, and once again, it was one. Of, it's like early crowdsource fund. I'm like yep. into crowdsource funding, right? So like, I um uh we were we were I was my my daughter was going to be born, and she was my second daughter. And uh, I working for yourself, you just you know, I mean, you're, you 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 do the best you can. Um, and uh, and so we, we I wanted to raise money to to pay for her birth you know for hospital bills and stuff and so that's why I, it was kind of out of necessity i started drawing monsters for people and it, it got really really super popular really quick totally took me off guard and um i think it, the project was like it's like four years old now that's how old my daughter is and and uh, i think uh, i've drawn over over 1500 monsters for that project yep. <laughs> i mean it was it was crazy I, and not only that but i like you know the, the very beginning, you could order a video along yep. with it. So right, so I would, I would, that video I would, up. yeah, I would record it, and then and then you could actually watch your monster be created in front of you, which was, which is pretty cool. Um, I've I've actually turned that over to another artist, uh, to a guest artist, just because I'm working on some other projects and I just don't have time to do it. But it's um it's uh, uh it's still up there, and uh, you know every once in a while I'll do I'll do a monster. They're fun, you know. I mean they're they're kind of fun. They're little tiny four by six drawings and. It's just like kind of a quick burst of creativity that you can just get, you know. And it's a great little, it's a great little gift, you know. Uh, it is. We still have ours featured prominently in our house. <laughs> that's awesome. You know, I'm always, I'm always impressed by that. I, you know, people come. I get a lot of emails and people tell me that. I'm like, really, for real? Like that's <laughs> that's crazy. Like you know, I mean, it's like, I mean, I, I guess I take it for granted because I'll just, I'll draw them and and like I'll, I'll send them off. And 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 to me, it's like, oh, here, this is another thing I drew. But you know, I forget how much that means to people, you know, and and so when I get when I hear someone like that, you know, when you tell me that you you have it up on your wall or it's framed, I'm like, wow, really? That's, I'm just, you know, I'm touched. It's because <laughs> it's, you know, I mean, I, I I just I just think it's great that someone would think so much about the art to actually frame it and put it up and 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 and, and display it, you know. Um, so I'm I'm real proud. I'm real happy to hear that. I'm really Ooh. touched to hear that actually. So. So was it four years ago that you really made this pivot into making your side projects your main, your main dish, your main yeah. course? <laughs> yeah, I would say I would say that's 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 probably it. I think it was a combination of things. I think it was I think it was me sort of just working, you know, kind of collaborating with Colton on his Thing a Week project because what he would do he would he would write a song and then like he would release the song and then a couple hours after he the song was released I would send him a piece of art that I drew of it. So uh, he was like, you know, and they would, and and so he just couldn't understand how I could do that. Like, <laughs> how could you do that so quickly, you know? Um, and so it was around that time that I started dealing with, with with Colton, and I started seeing a lot of response to my art. That then, yeah, I started to I started to really kind of make that, like you said, make that pivot to just doing art, you know, 100% of the time. Um, I remember in the midst of when Monster by Mail was, was doing really, really super well, I remember telling my wife, I said, you know, even though I'm, I'm working, like I get up at like 7 a.m. and I'm working till 2 a.m. and just drawing, I, I could really see myself doing this for the rest of my life. This is what I want to do. And it was, I, 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 it was that little spark that I think just said, you know, I, I, I really just want to work on my art and I really want to do I, I want to do great stuff and 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 draw, and I, this is what I enjoy doing. And she know? immediately you know, so. said, "Go for it." 
Uh, she's she didn't say go for it or didn't not go for it. She just kind of she was just like, well, if you know, if you want to be happy, just you know, sort of do what you got to do. But you know, you gotta you gotta gotta pay the bills. So <laughs> <laughs> you know, if your happiness isn't really paying the bills, then uh, you know, you got to think about other things. Luckily, um, I've been pretty fortunate that that it it has sort of paid off. Not with it, well, not, well, not, it's not without its struggles. Definitely, I mean, there's, there's always going to be struggles, but. Um, but you're always, you know, I, I've been very fortunate to get a lot of really great projects to work on, and, and hopefully those will continue. You know, it's exciting to talk to artists because you find that the ones that really work hard, there's no such thing as waiting for inspiration. You just, you get to work. And I really respect that about how you do your work. You just oh, plow through yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's um, you're only as good as your last piece. And uh, just like I tell, all, all, like I teach a, an art class i i tell them all i say just like you're practicing a a, a, you know an instrument or playing sports or whatever you got to do the same with your art if you want to just be good artist, just get out there and start drawing stuff and just get out there and do it yeah it sounds deceptively simple but you know it can be hard for people to stick with it oh absolutely and it's you know it, it 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 helps if you're enjoying what you're doing so uh and, and also working with great people too you know um a lot of times artists tend to work in this vacuum right where it's just me and and it's important to reach out and make sure that you're you're connecting with with really awesome people um uh because that's part of it as well that's that that helps fuel you as well um uh, i remember last year when i went to pax um uh I watched uh, – they do um, – Mike and Jerry do this thing where you get to watch them create a, a cartoon in front of you. And, uh, and I made sure I made, made, I made it to that, to that panel. And uh, one thing that, uh, that Jerry said was that like you – know, he's like – he would look at, at Mike and say, I don't know how he does this stuff. You know, I, can't, I can't draw. Whatever he does is sorcery. And that really resonated with me. It's like everybody do what artists do, and, and you sort of tend to forget that, you know. Um, the the way I think the way that, that Jerry said it, it's sort of like these things come out of your hands, right? Like it's like a power, <laughs> and, and it really kind of like you have this superpower coming out of your hands. And so, um, so if you think about it like that, if you think that you're like like magic and you're like a sorcerer and you kind of approach your art that way then um then yeah uh that not everybody has this power then, then that's kind of a cool way to think about it yeah it is a handy superpower to have <laughs> it is it is <laughs> i run into people our- every so often they say oh i couldn't draw to save my life and i've never imagined a situation where i would have to do that <laughs> <laughs> we definitely exploit fish's superpower as much as we can i'm happily milk all the ready to be drawing exploited. out of them as we can you heard it here, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, unfortunately, I think we uh, we have to uh, say goodbye to you, Len. Um, we've got to roll on with our show. Uh, this has been super awesome. And one last time, it's lenperalta.com, right? Yes, yes. And you did a podcast with Alex. Is that currently available? Currently yes, being actually, this, sh- this uh, show is hitting uh, on Friday. Yeah. Um, he'll His card went live this week. And uh, along with this podcast, and you can check everything out over at geekweek.net. 
and uh and just check out all the art there there um there's uh there's a couple more coming over the month of April and then like I said the the Kickstarter should launch you know fingers crossed in May and uh and and then that's when you'll be able to uh to get involved with that but yeah his card is live right now very cool awesome thanks so much Len right on man hey thanks a lot everybody all right thanks, thanks Len. Len. all right take care we'll see you all right yeah. later bye 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 all right, uh, that was awesome. That's cool. We should do more interviews with people. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, uh, my update: uh, I'm now uh, inspired by Len to mm. quit my job. Okay. Uh, and become a wizard uh, <laughs> who just draws monsters all day. So, are you saying this job does not bring you happiness? Uh, that actually is almost exactly the description of my job right now. I was gonna say, are you actually saying your job is not currently to draw wizards all no, day? No, that's just so you don't you draw. You don't draw wizards, and <laughs> you, you don't me. have happiness here. Uh, that's no. That's no. You that's flipped what I it. Got. Okay. You flipped it. The question. Yep. <laughs> are you powerful? No. Or are you just a wizard? Neither. <laughs> no to no to both. No to both. <laughs> no to both. So neither. 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 All right. Never. Well, nev. I feel like we've uh, gotten into some pretty dark territory with Aaron's <laughs> Aaron's life choices. We're getting um, some rough chuckles this podcast. Yes. Well. <laughs> so speaking of rough chuckles. Uh, <laughs> Let's talk about what we're doing this year at PAX East, because this will be our last podcast until the great Boston-based event. That's true. Yeah. No, I was, tr- I was trying to do the, the weekly math in my head. So the next podcast would go live on the 7th. If people don't know, Aaron schedules That's a time a for himself Sixth. once a week to do math. Yeah. And it just happened to fall in the middle of our podcast <laughs> recording. So. But it's, it's math with days, so I can only mm. add in increments of seven. Right. Yeah, it's hard. I, what happened when there was a leap year? That must have been bad for it you. It was bad news. <laughs> oh, that's this year. Yeah, yeah. Say, that that's was right this now. Year. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're going to be at PAX East. No surprise there. Um, but we're actually doing a ton of stuff. Honestly, we're going to be all over PAX East. Like that whole week. Uh, I, th- I think everyone would be well served to pay close attention to everything harmonics related. From April 1st until, let's say, forever. But <laughs> yeah. starting April 1st. Genuinely, we have a good run of stuff coming your way. Like, stuff that you will want to pay attention to. Starting April 1st. Starting April 1st. Don't pay attention to this. No. Even though it comes out before... You probably should pay attention to this. Yeah. That's a bit of a paradox. So pay attention to this first. And if you listen to this in your car, pay attention to the road primarily. <laughs> but also try to pay attention to a secondary. So road, yeah. podcast... April 1st forward. That's the priority? Well, unless they're having like a a nice coffee or something in the car, that should be the secondary priority because uh, we don't want them to crash. Regular coffee or iced coffee? pay attention to the road, drink your iced coffee. If it's regular coffee, like I don't know who you are. You could burn burn yourself and crash. So pay attention to the road, pay attention to your iced coffee, and then pay attention to what we're saying right now. We should just, we'll have a a checklist printed out. Yeah. uh, If you've got kids in the car, that should bump up. Do not pay attention to them. Right. Don't, that should bump up to it. the bottom of the list. Yeah. <laughs> bump, bump, bump to the bottom. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, right. Let's, let's, let's run it down, Aaron. What do we okay. got? Okay. Uh, well, we are starting uh, with a PAX East live stream. Uh, that's going to be uh, f- direct from our offices on April 4th. Uh, we've been doing a, a couple of these live streamies recently, and people what's, have been digging them. What's the meat? What's the meat of that the, live stream going to be? Give, of, them, well, give them a taste. I can't, I can't tell you exactly what the meaty taste is yet. Give them a taste of the meat. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but I can promise that we're going to be showing previews of a new game, 
a new Whoa. harmonics title. Like, like, oh, oh, buy us. Yes. Not just not, a new game, not a we new game. It's Mass GameSpot. Effect 3. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> really happy about the ending and wanted to share it with everyone. <laughs> no spoilers. No. That's the great thing about our games. People don't complain about the endings to them. No. Like, <laughs> they don't really, really end. It's real end with other the things. old rock band. <laughs> no, no spoilers for, like, the final <sighs> tier uh, of yeah. songs in Rock Band <laughs> right. 3. So good on you, Rock Band uh, community. Yeah. <laughs> so Paxi's live stream, uh, April 4th. Uh, is that, uh, Jessa, quick, what day of the week is that? That should be a Wednesday. Don't it take it away from Jessa. Jessa, is it a Wednesday? It's a Wednesday. Do your day math. Yes. Uh, okay, so Keeping Wednesday. Mind, it's a leap year. Okay. <laughs> Wednesday, <laughs> April 4th. Uh, here. Uh, Not March 4th, April 4th. We're, we're just going to keep pulling from, yeah, good call. Not March 4th. I know it's 4th. hard for everyone. April. April 4th. April. It's just so unseasonably warm. It's, yes. I, I'm sweating. It feels like July. <laughs> sweating. Boom. Uh, You're pretty so, shiny. I'm, <laughs> so, <laughs> thank you. Full I'm disclosure. this morning. Full disclosure. We're just like pulling it. all of this info uh, from an article that Christine put up on rockband.com slash blog. Is it already up? Uh, it is already up. Uh, that's how she printed it out. <laughs> Um, direct from... I bet uh, if they went to www.rockband.com slash blog slash HMX dash PAX dash East dash 2012, they might be able to find it. Uh, they would definitely be able to find it <laughs> if they if they punched in that exact string of letters and numbers. But and not they, while they're driving. I was just going to say, if you're driving, you're driving, don't, don't do that. Don't. don't. like. If you can get your kid in the back seat to type it in, fine. Yep. So Wednesday, April 4th, live stream. Yep. New game. That is a live video stream. Live. Live. That means anything can happen. Anything mm-hmm. goes. Sean might be there with no pants on. Yeah. Almost certainly. Who's <laughs> to say? Who is to say? Like right now. Yeah. Sean's not wearing pants it's ever. It's warm in here. It is yeah. very warm. So that, uh, that Aaron's will... definitely not. No. Yeah. I don't know what pants are. Pants or numbers. <laughs> Um, yeah, you've that... officially transitioned into shorts weather. Uh, oh. Shorts wear for the, the year, huh? Heck yes, I have. So I'm not going to see uh, a long pant on your leg until about October. You mi- you might, uh, depending on uh... <laughs> if we get our snap freeze next month. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? That's definitely going to happen. Still awesome. We haven't had any snow. We had one slight snowing. Like some- all winter, there were, there's going to be something terrible happening, probably during all of these events. <laughs> yeah, it snowed last year at PAX East. Remember? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bring yeah. some crampons. <laughs> Can't say that. Yeah. No. So uh, the next day, April fifth. <laughs> April fifth. That's the Thursday, of the week of PAX East. So if you're coming to PAX East, try to come that evening. A Don't try earlier. to come. Just make it your make beeswax. it your beeswax to be there. Yeah. To be there. Yeah. We don't ask much of you. Right. Make it your beeswax. Come on. Come on. So uh, in the grand tradition of what we did last year, again, we are um, partnering up with the Brattle Theater in Harvard Square, and we're going to be doing a movie and a rock band night. The movie will be Scott Pilgrim versus the world. That's true. Um, And may or may not have some of our friends from Oni Comics Uh uh, at that screening. Yeah. They should be there. They should have some uh, some stuff to give away. Um, they'll definitely be in the credits. We've been, yeah, yeah. they'll definitely be in the credits. Uh, <laughs> we've been talking about uh, talking about some Scott Pilgrim uh, related swag to give away. Um, mm-hmm. They'll uh, they'll be bringing some stuff there. No word yet on exactly what it is, but you'll have to come by and, and check it out. Oof. But we'll make sure that there's going to be it's awesome, good prizing, uh, good giveaways, mm-hmm. um, maybe even uh, some stuff that Fish has been designing. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, big time. But you'll have to come. You'll have to so come. So that and find kicks out. off at six p.m. It's a little bit early because after the movie, we're kicking into our big old rock band night, 
on the big, huge screen. We're going to have our pals from Giant Bomb, recently acquired by CBS Interactive. Yeah. Uh, I'm assured they'll still be called Giant Bomb by then. Um, they will be judging our, our participants uh, in their own way. Very judgmental. The most judgmental. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but if people have seen our Rock Band Nights either at Improv Boston or at the Brattle last year, they should they should know the skinny. Yep. It's a wild time, lots of free-flowing Narragansett beer for those who desire it. The official beer of Jaws. Yes. Yes. Yep. True. That's right. Yeah. Um, the movie, not the characters not, from uh, James uh, Bond. From, yeah, from Moonraker. Him too, actually. Oh, oh yeah. wow. He's he really big into that. loved yeah. Gansett. <laughs> yeah, he's from Bill Ricca. Bill Ricca kid. <laughs> Looks like Bill Ericka. Yeah, it <laughs> it's another weird Massachusetts town pronunciation. Uh, but, uh, but worth Thank noting, um, the Brattle has a capacity of about, I think, 300 without the balcony. Uh, and last year we did sell out uh, before the first band went on. Uh, so it is in everyone's best interest to uh, pre-order tickets. Sean is giving you a Cosby face right Ooh, now. A Cosby face? Yep. I don't... He just was. I was just listening. Okay. That's okay. my natural face what? now. <laughs> natural <laughs> sort of gone face. that way. I got slapped on the back while I was doing a Cosby impression. Well, people, no. regardless of Cosby. whether you have Cosby face or not, uh, <laughs> you should uh, try to pre-order tickets from the Brattle site. That information is also available on the blog. We'll make sure that Brattle.org. this is tied to that. Yeah, but right. I mean, like the specific like purchase page. Battleorg. Battleorg. Orc. No. Battleorg. No. Battlechest.net. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, it's the Brattle Theater. Look it up. Yeah, buy tickets. <laughs> Come to the show. Next. Next. We got a bunch of okay. panels. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. A bunch of panels at PAX East. Okay. Hit it. No. Oh. oh. <laughs> Hit it. Good, Wee-oo. good segue. <laughs> uh, so we do. We have a, a, a bunch of panels that are uh, there's there's harmonic sponsored panels, and then there's panels that harmonics people appear on. Great distinction. So, so not all of these are uh, official harmonics panels. Mm-hmm. Uh, this first one is one that was actually put together by our community um, with uh, with harmonics's blessing uh, and Carolyn. Uh, from Harmonix, um, formerly of the web team. Mm-hmm. Uh, currently Carolyn of, Van uh, Winkle, I believe, no, is her last Van name. Esselton. It's actually Van Helsing. Van Helsing. Van Helsing. Um, she's Beak. going to be showing Van Helsing in its entirety. Uh, she, Don't come. She, she actually will not. This is going to be much better than that. The name of the panel is called Talking About My Content Generation. Oh, That's at the Naga Theater, Friday, 10 a.m. to 11 a.m., opening up packs with Rock Band Discussion. Early morning uh, fun. Your early morning is the funnest fun. Uh, that was actually, uh, this panel is put together by yes. uh, a number of Rock Band Network authors um, and uh, and some fine folks from the Rock Band community. Uh, they're going to be talking about user-generated content. That's UGC, uh, the nature of PAX East, um, and what it's like developing songs for the Rock Band Network cool. to get them into the game you know and love. What's the next one? The next one is called Finding the Soul of Your Game. That is also not an official Harmonix panel, but Matt Bach, uh, project director here at Harmonix, um, and also frontman for The Main Drag, uh, will be speaking on that panel. Um, I actually haven't read this panel description. No need. So I have no idea uh, what it's about, um, but it sounds like it's about four veteran game designers talking about inspiration. Great. Yeah. So that's Friday, 10.30 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. in Manticore. Not in a Manticore, just Manticore (laughs) Theater. Yep. What is a Manticore? Uh, Mentors, um, uh, I think, body of a dragon, head of a lion? 
Mythical beast? Jessa, you studied this stuff. <laughs> Quick, grab the monstrous compendium. <laughs> it's not a... I always get a griffin and a manticore confused, but I'm griffin pretty sure... A lion one. Griffin is like a bird lion thing. Yeah, I think this right. is a lion snake. And a manticore. Okay. Manticore, there may be some snake in there. Yeah. You get, like, yeah, get some like snake this. in your manticore. I don't like the word manticore. It sounds like a food. I do I like, it. like, I like it. I do All right, like it. All right, next uh, panel. What else we got? Next one, continuing the string of non-harmonics panels. Uh, Photocracy Presents Gaming and Fitness, A Surprisingly Awesome Marriage. Uh, that's, that's the in, title. That's not Aaron's commentary. No. Uh, it is uh, in the, the Wyvern Theater. Friday from noon to 1 p.m. Uh, and this is starring uh, the community team's own Annette Gonzalez, um, who is credited as the <laughs> fitness community manager, which is not her actual title, um, <laughs> though she is incredibly fit. And uh, the description of <laughs> the description of the panel uh, refers to her as Dan Central's super fit representative. Yep, that's true. She's been stressing about She's that. She's been super stressed, guys. So tell um, her how great she looks she, in a non-creepy way. She will be speaking alongside uh, two WoW nerds turned ripped uh, and a Guinness Book of World Records gamer who deadlifts over 300 pounds. I mean, Annette can do that. Big deal. That's yeah. her, right? Yes, I do that is, every time I yeah. stand up. That's Duh. all Annette. I'm hefty. Uh, so all yeah, right. uh, fitness and gaming, that's a big thing right now. Right. Uh, come by, hang out with a... Uh, with a netso, okay. she'll appreciate it. Things are starting to heat up. Yeah, things are starting to heat up. What's this next Uh-oh. one on heat here? Up. This is official, official harmonics one. thing. We're in the official section, whoop, guys. Whoop. Well, uh, except for another one. No, <laughs> this is out of order. It but run, anyway, it runs hot and cold. It's, <laughs> it's done chronologically. Okay, hit so it. Friday morning. So that's Friday. We yeah. got Friday out of the done way. Done with Friday. Saturday. Here's where you get to the real meat and potatoes <laughs> of the PAX East weekend: harmonics and the evolution of beat match gameplay. That's also at the Manticore Theater. Saturday, ten thirty a.m. To 11.30 a.m. It's early, but it's worth it. Mm. Uh, we can't say too much. I'm just gonna I'm gonna read through this one because this is gonna be this is gonna be a big hit. So how about how about that, Pope? Sure. You got the patience for that? Yeah. Uh, join Harmonix developers as they discuss and dissect 10 years of beatmatch gameplay creation, tracking their gr- uh, uh, <laughs> tracking their <laughs> staples, tracking their long and glorious tradition of designing music rhythm <laughs> games like Frequency and Amplitude, right up to the first public reveal. Of a brand new title. So this is kind of a continuation of what we were talking about in the live stream. This is going to be your first chance uh, to see a uh, public reveal of the title. Uh, The panel will include gameplay uh, examples from internal prototypes, honest discussion of our design process successes and failures, insight into how we create and test our games in development, and a synopsis of the design history of a title on public display for the very first time at the Harmonix booth. Q&A to follow. And those wow. panelists include uh, Matthew Nordhaus, uh, who uh, many fine folks in the Rockman Network community uh, should should recognize. Uh, Chris Foster, our design director here at Harmonix. Uh, Brian Chan, a senior designer. Jillian Thibodeau, um, our user experience specialist, a.k.a. playtest queen. <laughs> um, and they are going to be uh, dishing about all the good designy stuff. This is kind of like the... Uh, the director's commentary track yeah. uh, to the reveal of a new game. So uh, if you're at all interested in what we're doing next, this is the place to be. It's going to get brainy. And a little brawny. <laughs> well, a little brawny. Yeah, Brian Chan brings the brawn. Yeah. Mm, Nord, Nord's got guns. Uh, yeah. yep. Big guns. Yep. yep. All right. And uh, Chris Foster is easy on the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> so good show, good show. that's pretty exciting. I mean, we should not probably talk too much about that because it's still loaded with secrets. But Let's that's talk exciting. a lot about how we shouldn't talk about it. Jam-packed oh. with secrets. Wow. 
A little bit sassy, Jessa. Unnecessary. <laughs> Unnecessary sass. The Jessa Brzezinski story. Unnecessary. Unnecessary. Doing great, guys. Yep. So, what's this other one? Is oh. it another health? This based? one seems like another health thing, too. Healthy games. Lose weight, live longer, and level up. Uh, also in the Wyvern Theater. Saturday, 3 p.m. to 4 p.m. Uh, this is uh, another um, non-official harmonics panel, but it will be graced uh, with the presence of Matt Bach, lead designer, director, Dance Central. Mm-hmm. Great. So the next one um, is uh, our personal favorite because it's us. Uh, it's the Harmonics <laughs> Podcast Live. Ooh. So it's, if you like what you're hearing now and you want to come see us do it live and not have to be driving your car with your coffee and your kid, you can. <laughs> uh, it's going to be in the Arachnid Theater. It's a type a of spider. 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 Uh, Sunday. Sunday, first on Sunday. This Sunday, is Easter Sunday. Easter Sunday. Sorry if you got to go to church. 11.30 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. on Sunday. That's us, the Harmonics Podcast Live. Harmonic Zoo Crew. Uh, not a lot to say there, except that we're cooking up some pretty uh, appropriately stupid ideas for bananas. Yeah. It's shaping up to be bananas. Just for, for the record... People should know that other game developers, when they submit panels to shows like PAX East, they have a plan yeah. uh, for what they're going to do uh, they on are that suckers. panel. They are suckers, um, a lot of them. What we do, uh, we have Eric Pope uh, write about uh, 100 words. Yeah. Uh, it says, we want to do a panel. Yes. Uh, and then Penny Arcade approves it. Right. And then we spend the next two months trying to figure out what we're going to do. Darn tootin'. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, come, come and see live the garbage that we leave on the cutting room floor <laughs> here on the pre-recorded podcast. Yeah. That'll be live, <laughs> though. Also, if you're missing it because you, don't, you can't come to PAX East, that will be our next podcast episode. Yeah. You'll oh. be able to listen to it. Live. Like a regular podcast. Because mm-hmm. we're recording it. Yeah. Recorded live. Recorded live in front of a live studio audience. Rebroadcast. With Bill Cosby. You Take should be coming away. to PAX East. Whew. It is so hot in here. Because, well, in addition to all this uh, all this other hullabaloo, yeah. we're going to have two booths on the floor at PAX East. Two what? Booths. Two booths. <laughs> Could you articulate a little more? Booths? No, I say booths, too. Booths? I just thought it was funny because it sounded like boobs. Booths. <laughs> no, two booths. Two sound like that. Wait, two, two? booths. It's kind Girl of in pairs. <laughs> oh, come on. Oh my god. Can't take Woo! it anywhere. Just Sassica. <laughs> Two booths. Two booths Brzezinski. <laughs> Facing each other. <laughs> the booths. The booths. <laughs> yes. Are facing each other. Yeah. Uh one for uh for each of our flagship franchises. Yeah. One for Dance Central and one for Rock Band. Yes. Plenty of fun to be had at both booths. And maybe some secrets and surprises. Yeah, definitely some secrets and surprises. And swag. Secrets, surprises, and swag. Swag. Fish has been killing it on swag. Literally You guys are going to like it. Yep, I did. We're going to be giving a bunch of stuff away. Mm. You can play some fun stuff. Mm. You can see some fun things. Mm. You can hang out with us. (laughs) And we are awesome to hang out with. Yeah. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so we got a pretty packed Pax East. Pretty packed. Packed East. Packed. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Right. Yep. Well, that was fun. Um, <laughs> we are almost at it. I mean, we are already out of time. So let's just quickly jump to uh, the the DLC for the week. Do it. Okay. 
this coming week. Why is Christine not here? This is literally her favorite band. We have a three pack. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Sound of Shinedown pack. Yep. Shinedown. Songs are Second Chance, The Crow and the Butterfly, and Bully. Uh, pro guitar and bass authored for a second chance. So if you are Christine Jandro, you'll be pumped with this week's DLC. I'm pumped because this previous week we put out two, not mm-hmm. one, but two great Minute Work tracks. Mm-hmm. Tracks I've been waiting for quite a while to come to Rock Band, Down Under and Overkill. So it's been, uh, as usual, if you're not into one week, wait a week, and then we'll have something for you. Going to mm-hmm. give a shout-out to uh, Rob Thomas there? You can. I'm leaving Santana. that to you. Smooth by Santana featuring Rob Thomas. Three million copies of the single sold. Yeah. yeah. Remember singles? Yeah. yeah. Cus-singles? Was, yeah. was it a CD single, you think? Yeah. You just go down to oh, Kmart. You go into the, the record section. They'd have a whole bunch of singles set up at the front. Man. In a little cardboard sleeve. What was the first single you ever bought, Sean? Belle Biv DeVoe, probably. You know what mine was? What was, what was it? Rednecks. What? Cotton Eye Joe! Wow, that's good. Woo! Good one. It's been a very long time ago. Yeah. Mine was Say No Go. They lost all. Whoa! That's wow. not bad. Mine was uh, Tom Petty's <laughs> Free Fallen. Shut up. No, it was. That's a pretty fair, good one. Yeah. No, because I, I couldn't. no idea what you guys are talking about. Couldn't afford all a full moon fever. not aware of what a cassette is. It was like no, a cassette. No, I know cassettes. Oh, but... it was like... Wait, not very much tape inside nope, of it. No. So one tape. side would be one song, and then the other side would either be a remix of yes. that song, or, <laughs> especially in the case of or another, <laughs> or like some other bad, like B side that it, generally from the album. If you were really lucky, it would just be the exact same song <laughs> so again on the other so you side. Could, yeah, because then you could put it in, and if you yeah, had one of the flip. stereos that just automatically flipped it, you didn't yeah. have to worry. Did you know they could do that, Jessa? They could yeah. automatically flip the the, the cassette. <laughs> I think I had. A stereo that did that. Doubt it. (laughs) (laughs) The tape I still listen to is my Alley Cats cassette tape because I still don't have it on CD. I don't know what that is. What's the Alley Cats? Well, it's the Stray Cats and they have an Alley Cats song. Oh, yeah. You guys know Stray Cats. Stray Cats Cats. Cats. Cats are awesome. Uh, Backtracking. Okay. Uh, Men at Work won the Grammy for Best New Recording Artist. I believe it was 1983. Beat the Stray Cats. Beat the Stray Cats. Hey, wow. For Best New Artist. Yeah. Sorry, Mr. Sensor. Boom, Sensor. boom, boom. Who else did they beat? Uh, Asia. 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 Uh, the and movement. then um, there were, yeah, I think there were two other two other bands in there. But Asia and Brian Setzer, that's no joke. <laughs> Ousting those two titans of I wish industry. we had more of both of those. Yeah. Well, they're coming at us from a position of power, according to Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Asia? Yeah. You, had, you just asked about DLC in a recent... Music ops meeting, and Chris's response was, "Well, you have to understand, uh, they're coming to us from a position of power, Pope." Like, wait, seriously? What does that mean? He had no further explanation. We should get Chris back on the podcast. People like that, should like that guy. Follow up on a uh, photos his promises from six months ago. Yeah. All right. Maybe we get Alex Corner and Chris. Oh, yeah, man. maybe Alex for once would do the damn podcast. Get them to arm wrestle right on this table. <laughs> we get Simon and say it's Alex. <laughs> yep. Good one. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, we're well over time. Thanks for listening to us, everybody. Uh, catch us at PAX East. It's so close. All that first week of April. Keep so an eye close. out for everything. Follow at Rock Band. Follow at Harmonix. Yep. Uh, watch Rockband.com. Come to PAX. Uh, hang out in Boston. 
Uh, cross your fingers. Hope you see us. All sorts of good stuff. But don't piss into the wind. No. Don't tug on Superman's cape. And don't mess around with... Don't pull the mask off the old Lone Ranger. Yeah. Don't mess around with Chelsea. The new Lone Ranger, it's fine. (laughs) That's what Pope said. Yeah. Yeah. But the Lone Ranger was a nice guy. Like, he wouldn't really, like... If you tried to pull his mask off, he'd be just like, all right, cool out. He'd shoot you. He wouldn't, like, go violent on you. He would shoot you. Whoa, Nelly. Yeah. It's true. Horse's name was Silver, not Nelly. Yep. Nelly was Roy Rogers' horse, wasn't it? Which one was Seabiscuit? Seabiscuit was a racehorse. Which one a, was Warhorse? Not a cowboy. Whichever horse. one's dead. Come on. Too soon. <laughs> too soon. I'm just assuming Seabiscuit's dead because all horses die. He is. <laughs> all horses go to heaven. <laughs> That's the uh, subtitle for HBO's luck. Yeah. Oh. oh. Sorry, HBO. Spoilers. Yikes. <laughs> let's uh let's wrap this thing up so I can talk to you about Game of Thrones. I just finished season. Already, no. yeah, we're done. I mean, let's yeah. talk about all the spoilers right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks everybody. Thanks Catch you time. next time. Bye. Later. Bye.